Welcome to Guide to the Unknown. I'm Kristen. I'm William. And we're back, baby. That's right. We missed yep. a week. Mm-hmm. More importantly, you missed us. We, we missed you. <laughs> but we're back. You're our only friends. Yes. Yeah. If you happen to be watching the YouTube version of the show, uh, you can tell we're in a different place. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, my wife and I Not bought a house. Not just emotionally. No. <laughs> Although that is true. Sure. It's a real uh, roller coaster in here. So now we're down here in in uh, my little home office, my little yeah. home studio. Chris and I are going to be doing Guide to the Unknown from yep. here, from now on. Yep. Uh, over the course of time, we want to build it up, make mm-hmm. it crazier. I want to have a cooler backdrop right now. We have a laser disc <laughs> the of the most movie important Scream. Bra- backdrop, yeah. First thing I've hung in yep. the house. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's really neither here nor there. Yeah. Uh, Kristen. William. Why don't we take advantage of uh, our current setup? We've been doing the show live on Facebook for yeah. uh, the past few episodes. Mm-hmm. And so we put a call out. Uh, hey, I packed all the Two Cents Horror Story yeah. note cards. Yeah. <laughs> so we asked people that are currently watching us live to uh, maybe write some Two Cents Horror Stories of their own yep. for us to see. And so uh, I'm going to read the one that we've got right now, which yeah, we comes... Got- a really quick turnaround from Sarah Schwartz. Yes, so thank you for that. Long-time listener. Uh, and here it is. Here it is. <laughs> I thought I was watching them on the live stream, but they were watching me. Always, Sarah, always. Uh, which actually makes me think of, did you hear that? Do you know the movie Unfriended? Yes. It, was, uh, it takes place all on sort of like a screen capture of someone's laptop. Yeah. There's, Have you seen that before? Oh, yeah. How How is it? Allie, uh, Bobby, Andrea, and I saw it. It uh-huh. was terrible, uh-huh. and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, but they like fun. Oh, Sweet. yeah. People are being like, somebody posted that for me on Facebook. It wasn't me. <laughs> like, it's crazy. That sounds awesome. And it's a, there's a group chat. So yeah. You can see everybody's faces. It's like a Google Hangout. You can see everyone's faces on the yeah. bottom row. Very corny. Um, uh, a surprise sequel was screened at South by Southwest. Uh-huh. Uh, Unfriended 2, The Dark Web. Uh, oh. Yeah. So does it all take place on the dark web? I guess. Or is it somebody on Facebook who accidentally accessed it? I think it's... I'll be interested to see. Yeah, I actually... I. I, I hate that I'm saying this. I kind of want to see it. Well, you just reminded me that I really wanted to see Unfriended. I totally forgot about it. Oh, it's bad. It, but it looks super fun. Oh, it's super good. Bad. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, but I guess it's it's more about like somebody on your webcam, yeah, watching you. Yeah. The the idea of like you should put tape over your webcam, that's this. I know. The first one was very much like sort of like a paranormal, there's a ghost in my computer. Yeah. Uh, this one is more like there's a serial killer who exists on tour sites. So is it like cursed images and stuff like that? Oh, I don't know. Speaking of which, there's a movie coming out. Well, I don't think it's, it's not like coming out for like wide release and stuff. I'm guessing that you can get it online. Okay. So there's this guy named Zach Baggins. <laughs> Do you know who that is? He hosts Ghost Adventures. Okay. Um, on Travel Channel, I think it is. I think I've seen one episode of that. Not against it. I would like to see more. I remember thinking he was a real showboater and then he was just a lot. Oh, really? Yeah, which is great. Like, that's that's my ideal. But so there's this house in, man, I wish I could remember where it is. It's in America. I posted about it actually on the Guides to the Unknown Facebook page like a couple of weeks ago. But um, it's a house that says it's possessed by 200 demons. 
And so he has a that's movie. That's a lot of demons. That's I think I wrote like that's entirely too many demons or something like that. Far too many demons. So many. So he made this documentary called Demon House, and he says that it's a cursed movie, Ooh. and that's pretty much on you if you decide to watch this thing. So we definitely have to watch this. Yeah, yes? we gotta watch that. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think we're gonna be able to just access it online or something so we can watch it together easily. It's it's not gonna be at Lowe's. Okay. Is what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. I there's a trailer for it and I totally want to see it. All right, I'll, I'll watch take that. my chances. I'll I'll definitely yeah. watch that. Yeah. Hey, if it's got Baggins' name on it, you know it's good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With a name like Baggins, those review scores can't be sagging. That's right. Ooh. Good job. <laughs> it's a little long. A little long. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Also, he spells it Z A K. No need for a C. That's a lot. It's edgier. Well. I mean, maybe that's just his name. There's already a Z in it. How edgy does it need to be? It's like Zach's a totally normal name, but having a yeah. Z in there, if you have a name that has a Z or an X in it, you don't need to gussy it up yeah. beyond that. Maybe that's what his parents named him, but just his personality and everything. I wouldn't be surprised if he just pulled that C down from the name. Oh, we just get that out of there. I don't need that. No need for that. Um, sweet. Oh, God. Hey, I watched the movie Rings, the third okay. yep. movie in the series, The Ring. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. Um, Galecki, Big Bang Theory boy is yep. in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the best part of it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is everybody else not famous? Uh, there, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio was in it. Okay, because I was about to say, I feel like sometimes in movies like that, the one person that you recognize is the best part of it, and it could be that it's because they're good, and it could be because you're happy to see a familiar face. I gotta tell you, I'm not a fan of, what's his first name? <laughs> well, Jonathan. Jonathan Galecki? I mean, Galecki. I'm not either, but... Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I don't, I don't think I have any feelings on it, to tell you the truth. Yeah, I mean... Not, he was great on Roseanne. Yeah, I don't have any feelings about it. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's not like I came into <laughs> right. this being like, oh, awesome! What's his first name? Galecki's here? Yeah, Jonathan. Go- Jonathan Galecki? Yeah. I'm in! Yeah. Um, I was more pulled in by the idea that, like, I knew it was going to be a corny movie in the Ring series. Yeah. The opening of the movie... Uh-huh. I'm going to spoil this. Okay. It's the first five minutes of this movie. Yeah. Uh, and it's free on Amazon. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, there's a man who watched the ring tape, the tape uh-huh. that kills you. You Seven days later, you die. Yeah. Uh, and his time's up as he's on this plane. Uh-huh. Oh. And so he's sitting there. He's like sweating. <laughs> and a girl across the aisle goes, hey, sometimes it helps to talk about it. And he goes. <laughs> it and sounds great. He immediately goes like, all right. So one week ago, I watched this tape that supposedly kills you when you watch it. And I'm already like, this is not like, forget the fact that a ghost is about to show up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And there, it is. Yeah. But like, I'm like, this immediately pulls me out of reality. Don't, yeah. don't talk to me on a plane. <laughs> hey. Yeah. About, of all things. Penny for your thoughts. Well, she invited it. Oh, I thought you were saying, Kim, don't tell you this horrifying story. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's yeah. just weird for somebody to like tap me on the shoulder and ask me to tell them what I'm thinking. Completely. So anyway, he tells her and then he goes like, I'm going to barf. And he gets up and runs Does he away. barf Samara? No. Somebody does, though. <laughs> she comes out of their mouth? Because that's what I'm saying. Eh, like the well. He kind of. He barfs Samara. Kind yeah. of. Uh, so he gets up and runs away. And then, for some reason, uh, that girl who just heard the story, yeah. her friend goes, what was that all about? <laughs> Sitting right next to her. Didn't hear it. And she goes, this guy just told me some story about a videotape that kills you. And the friend goes, Ringu? Yeah, basically. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> Tell me more about this tape. And then they end up knocking on the door of the bathroom and they're like, Did you tell me you made a copy of the tape? Tell me you oh, passed it on. So the, and then, so the friend knew about the tape? Yeah. Okay. And she's like, I've seen the tape. Tell me that you passed the curse to another. <laughs> Kristen, he didn't. Every what single seat back 
TV yeah. on the airplane starts turning into the ring. Oh. And I guess what I was Did they look good? What I was really did they look good? Yeah, like did the tech like the effects look good? I, it's fine. Yeah. It's passable. Yeah. What I really th- hoped that would mean is uh-huh. that cuz like if you get cursed by the ring, yeah. Samara, the girl, girl who died in the well, crawls out of the well and crawls out your TV. Right. And we've only ever seen her in movies from 15 years ago yeah. where you just had a, a, you know, one sort of large television. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, like 300 yeah, that's what monitors? I would think. Are we going to get like 300 little demon girls crawling yeah. out? And no, no, not at all. So what happened? The plane crashes. Oh. And, so- and you just don't see what happened. So does everybody – do you know if everybody dies? It's And then it goes two years later. Yeah. And Jonathan Galecki buys a VHS. Great. Um, did you see by any chance that there's like somebody set up some weird virtual reality thing to watch horror movies? Did you see that? Because it has to do with Samara. No. It's coming up on the Guide to the Unknown Facebook this week because I pre-planned those and I just put that in there today. Some techie guy – I don't even know how to explain it, but some techie guy made it so that – you could be watching The Ring. I mean, it's not going to be sold, but like he could be watching The Ring or whatever. And he used, I don't know, projectors or something. So that Samara came out of the screen oh. and was crawling toward him and followed him through like, I think like hallways and stuff. Like oh. it was like an elaborate like thing. I did yeah. see that. Yeah. It was I sweet. Yeah, it is kind of sweet. Yeah. I don't know if I'd be down for that. I don't like myself would, feeling in peril. But I, I would be down for actually, interestingly. When I was sharing it, first I typed up the headline like, not this, like, that's a big hell to the no, or like, whatever. I was like, no way. And I thought, I was like, actually, no, I would do that. If somebody offered to me, like, do you want to watch this crazy VR thing that's a horror movie and it'll come out? I'd be like, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. So I changed it to something in the affirmative. I guess I did. The one time I did VR, I did love it. Maybe I would give that a try. Very it was just so crazy. And also, it didn't look very realistic. Like, Samara looked like a video game, not a good video game thing. It was just kind of cool and weird that it comes out, but you don't feel like that little girl would be chasing you. Yeah, I guess, I yeah. Someday, that's pretty sweet. Someday that's going to like work and be awesome. Because, yeah, I did I'm see sure. it. The guy like runs down the hallway yeah, and then yeah. looks back. Yeah. And Samara is still following him. Yeah. I feel like, first of all, with good VR sets, you're wired. Mm-hmm. You're like yeah. tethered to the ground. So yeah. you're not running down the hall. Right. Um, well, I'm sure, I guess he probably wanted to make this so that it could be videotaped and stuff so that other people could see it, I'm uh, guessing. So. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he wanted to come out of the screen and be like an actual 3D thing that's coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> like this. <laughs> Ed Grimley. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. All right. Why don't we do this? Topic time? Yep. Yeah. Do it. Hit Get me. spooky. Me first? Yeah. All right. Kristen, I'm going to take you on a, a, a weird little adventure here. Okay. First of all, uh, my topic for the evening is The Watcher. That's my topic. Really? No. Okay. But I am stoked. Okay. Oh, yeah. Wait, are you afraid you have a Watcher? No, I would love it if I had a Watcher. Well, I wouldn't. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. But I'd be fascinated if I did. Yeah. What do you know about The Watcher? The Watcher... Uh, what was it? The watcher is this house. Okay, so these people moved into this house in New Jersey. And man, you know, I don't remember all the details, but they started getting like creepy letters from a guy. I don't totally remember, yeah. but I know that it's <laughs> so nuts. So I'm going to tell you about the watcher. Yeah. Oh, this is great. And then I'm going to tell you about my experiences in the house that we just bought. William? And some of my theories. Great. All right. And they're a little, they're a little, they're a little crazy. 
Great. Because I'm a little crazy. Of course. Who isn't? You understand. This is great. Well, I mean, it took me a minute to warm up. I'm here. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, we've been, yeah, we've got to get back in the zone of like being I was a little stiff. I was a little stiff. Scary. Get loosey-goosey. Get loosened up here. Here we go. And also, I don't think I talked to another human all day, so it takes me a minute. Hey, I don't talk to, you. I I don't see anybody or speak to anybody these days. We'll work this out. Yeah. You you know, I will to. Figure this out. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm not going to use anybody's real names because The Watcher is a story that is still unfolding. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, I haven't followed up on this in a long time. I feel like the last time I heard about it was like, whatever. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. All right. So this isn't about me. This is about you and the watcher <laughs> that Keanu Reeves movie that dad had on DVD inexplicably. <laughs> he had a lot of stuff on DVD. I, I, I looked up the plot to that movie to see if there was like any thematic no, right? connection. No. Yeah. I feel like I did the same thing when the watcher like really came to yeah. the, for the public eye. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, uh about four years ago, Slightly less. Yeah. A family purchased a house in Westfield, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. This house, I already looked it up. It's about yeah. 30 minutes from where we are right now. Yeah. I think it's kind of like a she-she area a little bit, it right? Is. Yeah. Uh, the town of Westfield, New Jersey is where the show Ed was filmed. <laughs> of course. If that is any indication of its wealth and <laughs> opulence. <laughs> That's so funny. And it's one of those shows I feel like it was a really, really big deal when it was on. Wasn't it nominated Never for, saw for um, me neither, um, nominated for like Emmys and stuff. And then it went away and you're like, oh, Ed. Yeah, I think it was nominated it, for an Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I have a friend who works at a spa in Westfield, like a fancy schmancy spa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Westfield is a place that has history. That's where mm-hmm. um, the Adams family was oh, created. Oh, cool. Creator of the Adams family. Uh, That's awesome. Lived there. Cool. Um. So this family buys a house mm-hmm. for $1.3 million. Mm-hmm. And shortly thereafter, they get the first of three, perhaps four, notes that they would receive from a person who defi- who, who describes themselves only as the watcher. Yeah. Now, these letters are not in full printed online. Mm-hmm. They are the subjects of uh, some lawsuits and investigations that are ongoing. Yeah, yeah. So I can only read you excerpts from the notes. Yeah. Three were sent originally. Uh-huh. A fourth was sent at the end of last year. Okay. All that is known about the- oh, right, right. Okay, yeah. All that is known about the fourth note is that it got uh, way more sinister uh-huh. and threatening. Uh-huh. The first three notes, I have some excerpts from them. I do not know from which note these lines came. Okay. You know and so I mean? do you not have the fourth note? That's not like public? Fourth note is not okay. public. Not public at all. Oh my God, what a crazy thing. You know what? I'm just going to let you tell me. All right. Here are some lines. Yeah. So bear with me because there, there are a few. I want to make sure that I set the scene about sure. what this this family seems to have endured. Quick question. Does the family still live in that house? No. Okay. Go ahead. The family never moved into that house. Oh, okay. My grandfather watched the house in the 1920s and my father watched it in the 1960s. It is now my time. I have been put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. Do you need to fill the house with the young blood, I requested? Oh, God. Once I know their names, I will call to them and draw them out to me. Uh, have they found out what's in the walls yet? In time they will. I am pleased to know your names now and the name of the young blood you have brought to me. Young blood. Will the young bloods play in the basement? Who has the bedrooms facing the street? I'll know as soon as you move in. It will help me know who is in which bedroom. Then I can plan better. So did he send this to the current home of the people who had who had bought 
the new house he or sent, something? I believe he sent these to that house. Okay. Like okay. to that mailbox. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, he said that so the, when they came in, they were just like, were they sent? Yeah. Bah, yeah. No, thank you. They just walked in with their like suitcases, yeah. <laughs> read the note and then rolled them right back out. Yeah. Walked away. Uh, he said that the home's windows and doors allow me to watch you and track you as you move through the house. Who am I? I am the watcher. Naturally. Of course. You have changed it and made it fancy. It cries for the past and what used to be in the time when I roamed its halls. When I ran from room to room, imagining, in, imagining the life with the rich occupants there. And now I watch and wait for the day when the young blood will be mine again. I am in charge. Let the young blood play again like I once did. Stop changing it and let it alone. <laughs> let it alone? Let it be, So please. this person is ancient, yes? Yeah, I, I guess so. Let it alone. Yeah. Who talks like that? So this family, they, they receive these three letters. Obviously, the indication is that... Uh, so, all right, I can only really go into theories here. Yeah. What do you want to... Do you want to know, like, the actual facts about the situation? Yeah. Because there's very Whatever little, you want. Anything you want to tell me, I'm into. into. It's tricky because I've, I read literally, like, probably at least a dozen articles about The Watcher, yeah. and I didn't come out knowing much of anything. Mm -hmm. All that's really, really known is that this family... They purchased the house. Mm -hmm. They say that they received these three letters. Yeah. And they never moved in. Yeah. Now, after seemingly too much time mm -hmm. has passed, mm -hmm. they uh, uh, put the house on the market yeah. and sued the previous owners. Yeah, yeah. Uh, saying, essentially, uh, you sold us a house without telling us that it has some sort of a stalker yeah. situation. And claiming that the previous owners... Uh, received at least one note uh -huh. from the watcher. Yeah. So how could you not disclose think. that in the sale? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, meanwhile, they put the house on the market. Yeah. They listed it for more than they purchased it for. I think they listed uh -huh. it for like uh, uh, $1,500,000. rich people. And then eventually they had to, to, to drop the price a couple of times. Yeah. The house is currently on the market yeah. for less than they bought it for. Yeah. Now, bear in mind, it's been several years. Mm -hmm. At this point. Right. Over the course of time, they had somebody um, who was living in the house. They, like, rented the house to somebody. Uh-huh. And uh, reporters went and knocked on the door, and he was like, yeah, what do you want? <laughs> and they were like, are you concerned about the watcher? He's like, ah, it's not my problem. It's not I don't have young blood. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Close the door. Uh, he doesn't live there anymore, yeah. and the house is being sold. So yeah. what's the deal? Now, the previous owners... Uh, to my knowledge, and again, the reason I'm not using real names, all of this stuff is alleged. Uh -huh. I have no information, obviously. Right. It did occur to me that I could have driven there and taken pictures of myself in front of the house. Oh, man. I did not do that. Yeah. Um, But so they seem to have been like, we didn't get letters. And then they went, all right, we may have gotten one letter. <laughs> why'd, they, why'd they end up caving? According to to one of the articles, I'm that surprised I read, they wouldn't just like stick to it. Then I know because what benefit is there? It's not like it. Like, yeah. Look, you should be honest, obviously. But if you've <laughs> if you've already been dishonest in this situation, it's not like the honesty of you admitting you had a letter is giving that family that bought the house after you any peace of mind, doing right. anything for them. It's really just simply screwing yourself. Yes, exactly. I, so that's true. It's surprising to me 
Because it's not even like a tug of the heartstring that would make you do it. It's just kind of like, right. well, whatever. Well, well that, I guess honest, I mean, honesty. That, yes. That's one of the problems with this entire situation. Yeah. Because all of this seems to be confusing. Uh-huh. And, and and as soon as you think that you understand someone's motive, yeah. you then go like, well, but what if? Yeah. And like the whole thing, it's just, it's very confusing yeah. what this story is. Yeah. Like now we basically, from this point, we, uh-huh. we start deviating from fact. Yeah. And get right into speculation. Right. Of which there is a good amount. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know why they would have hmm. denied having a letter. Yeah. But then event- eventually they said like, yeah, you know what? We got a letter. We read it. It was just a few weeks before closing on the house. Uh-huh. Which, by the way, it means that they were already in the process of selling to the new person. Right. Closing can take a while now right. that I, I, I just went through it. And I still don't understand it. Yeah. Very frustrating. Yeah. Um, but so they were like, yeah, we like we threw it away because it seemed like nonsense. Uh-huh. So here's what some people think okay. is going on. Is the watcher real? Mm-hmm. Is there such a thing as this person who is watching this house? Mm-hmm. And why? The, the the real reason is like, what would be to gain? From yeah. having a family that has spent uh, almost like a hundred years right. watching right. a house. To what end? Crazy people. What does it accomplish? Yeah. yeah. I guess uh, my devil's advocate argument for why there is a watcher uh-huh. is like- uh, <laughs> Because it rules. Because it rules. <laughs> yeah. And um, a lot of the, I guess maybe here's the right way to say it. There are a lot of people that say- uh, these letters from the watcher mm-hmm. are possibly from the people who purchased the house. Right. Uh, and the entire idea is we'll buy this house. Mm-hmm. We'll create this mystique about it. Right. That it is being, um, uh, I mean, haunted, not literally by ghosts, but like, yeah, but being there's endlessly hounded by this stalker. Wa- watcher. Right. There's person. some sort of cachet. Right. We yeah. can flip it. Right. We'll buy it for 1.3. We'll right. And they, so, 1. they tried 5. to sell it for more than they bought it for. So that is evidence in that direction. Exactly. Yeah. Or that maybe it was another bidder mm-hmm. who, once the house was starting to be closed on, mm-hmm. sends a letter to the current owners <laughs> to scare them uh-huh. and maybe scare away the buyer Yeah, so that the price will be driven down and they can now purchase it. I mean, I guess that that, that would be assuming that the current owners share that information with the buyer. Right. Right. That's... I feel like a big assumption. Yes. Yeah. Like having just gone through the closing process, I never made yeah. contact at all with the previous owners. Uh-huh. Not at all. Yeah. So I, I don't really get that. Yeah, that wouldn't work so well. Um, but so those are like the two schools of yeah. thought. So my devil's advocate argument is if this person, the watcher, mm-hmm. is saying, my grandfather watched this house in the right. 20s, my father watched it in the 60s, now it is my time. Yeah. Maybe grandpa and dad. Yeah. You know, we're nuts and they were watching this house. Yeah. Uh, but maybe Junior here is the real wackadoo yeah. who's gonna be like, not only will I watch the house, I'll get in contact with him. Yeah, maybe maybe Pappy and Granddad didn't write letters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and so now it's, you know, uh the 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 young guy's shot, and yeah. so he's gonna really freak it up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. But I've also uh, I mean I, I say that literally as a devil's advocate argument, not that yeah. I believe it. Yeah. Uh, but that could be a reason why, like, there wouldn't Who be knows? this history of letters being yeah. sent and everything, because that's one of the things that people use to yeah. poke holes. Like, the the old owners only got one letter a few weeks before closing. Yeah. Really? Like, there were no watcher letters until four years ago. Right. Well, if this new guy is in charge, maybe it's his style. Yeah. Um, and he said it's his time. Yeah. And also, he's an amateur, and I would think that a more seasoned watcher would just. Keep it cool. Keep it quiet. Yeah, exactly. If you're watching, you just want to be, you know, 
in the bushes with just your goggles yeah, yeah, barely yeah. seen. You want to be popping out of the bush, and that's what the new watcher is doing. He's popping out of the bush, I wonder, and he gets caught and shoot away. I wonder if you ever tried to get advice from Grandpapa, and maybe uh-huh. Grandpapa would say, like, sit down, sit down, Junior. Listen, you're a uh-huh. watcher, not a contactor. Yeah, <laughs> right? Not a make contactor. Not a, a scribe. You're not the house's scribe. Not a word user. Yeah. A watcher. That's what we do in this family. You're humiliating me. (laughs) (laughs) You're ruining our love song. (laughs) So people have said that like, if you're going to watch this house, which is just in like a residential neighborhood in New Jersey, there are only so many places you could watch it from. Right. Yeah, I would, of course. <laughs> you know, like, it's not like there's like. That's what I've always wondered about this story. I'm like, well, if he's watching, yeah. aren't there a finite, is there a finite area for them to search for this? <laughs> Isn't it probably that dude across the street with the binoculars? Right. Maybe, maybe check that bush that has a bunch of Nature's Valley wrappers all around it. <laughs> endless See, oat crumbles. The, the new one isn't a good watcher. You always take them with you. <laughs> And you should eat softer foods. <laughs> yeah, Nature's Valley bars are really crunchy. They're, they're very crunchy. <laughs> we pride ourselves on removing every drop of moisture from our bars. You should be coughing while you eat this. <laughs> Just puffs of oat dust coming out of the mouth. Yeah. Guide to the Unknown is brought to you by Ding Dongs and Yodels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a nice... Much moisture. Yeah, that's, that's a nice moist snack. <laughs> a softer... <laughs> a softer bite. Um, <laughs> or if you want to land somewhere in the middle, maybe a Drake's cake is up your alley. Would it kill you to have a Drake's cake once in a while? <laughs> the cake is... It's still pretty dry. It's yeah, all pretty it's dry. Pretty Never dry. mind. That's not really in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Drake's cake is the right name because that is cakey. Is there any worse adjective than cakey? Cakey. <laughs> Horrible. Um, anyway. So, like, yeah, they're saying, like, you can't watch it from, like, like from, like, some unknown position. Like, you're probably in that house yeah, or that right, house. Right. Like, okay. Totally. Come on. Have they released whether they've looked into, I mean, they, I'm sure they have, but have they said anything about, like, looking into neighbors or anything like that? Yeah, they have. And they've said that, like, there's somebody who lives down the road who mm-hmm. lives with his, he's, like, a grown person he's mm-hmm. like 45 he lives with his parents mm-hmm. and suspicious and the police have said like somebody somebody said to a reporter that the police have someone in custody or something and uh-huh. the police were like no we don't <laughs> they were like but they did go like there is like a person of interest yeah so that's something i guess yeah. like this is real yeah like this is like if no completely it's just it, sometimes it's a it's real confusing. case yeah. yeah it means that literally the police of westfield or whatever yeah are like yeah, no, we're watching Hank <laughs> right. right now because we think he might be the watcher. Right. Which means that, like, does that, that would freak me does out? Does that mean that they've ruled out the obvious things and another bidder or the current owners? Maybe they have. Maybe they have. Maybe they have. If they're looking into other people in the area, yeah, maybe the watcher is real. I would think real. so. It's like ruling out the husband or boyfriend, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. You, know? you do that first. Yeah. So um, they did some, like, forensic evidence on the, the mm-hmm. letters and found an indication that the writer might be female, uh-huh. which is surprising. It's yeah, not, interesting. It's not the thing that everybody thinks of. Everybody thinks of the watcher as being yeah. some guy, yeah, totally. specifically. But evidently, that DNA does not match the owner. What? So the- at least whoever wrote it is not the the woman who owns the house. Oh, okay, yeah, right? uh huh. Um, so that's sort of something. Yeah, you know, right? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so quite vexing. To say the least. To say the least. Man. So um, now tell me, well, is that is that all you have about the watcher? That's basically all there is about the watcher. Well, Kristen, that fourth note, like I said, came out last year. Yeah. Evidently, it's it's claimed to have been more threatening, which you can either take to be like, again, like if the if the <laughs> I find the other three quite threatening. Oh, they are talking about young bloods living in the basement. I can watch you through the windows. Like it is catered to oh, it's catered to many people's fears because it's freaky, but in particular being like yeah, like I can use the windows out front to like see where you are and what you're doing. Right. Very scary. Yeah. Well, um, I just realized that these windows here, have they freaked you out at all? Uh, they may be part of a story I'll tell you soon. Great. Yeah. Perfect. We're in the basement, yep. as I said, and there are two windows that uh, are probably at like ground level. On either side. Yeah. There's one behind um, And Willie does not like being looked at through windows. I certainly don't. Yeah. I thought you came by to play a <laughs> prank on me. And it wasn't you. Did a person like crouch and look in the window? No, we'll get there. Well, why don't we just get there? Aren't we done with the watcher? Well, well, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. So tell me. I guess. Tell let, us. Me, let me let me just wrap up. Okay. The watcher with a little. Okay. Bow. Okay. If every letter contained a threat, which I feel like they do, <laughs> yeah, an indication of some sort of, uh, uh I mean, calling a kid a young blood. <laughs> And saying I will call them. Well, to it makes me. you think that you want their blood. Yeah, you exactly. want young blood, like Elizabeth Bathory. Yeah, exactly. Wait, is that who bathed in blood, or am I just saying that she has bath in her name? No, I think. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> is it though? Is she named Bathory because she took baths? Because I, I think that she did. Then my last name would be Bathory. If we're going by that Bathory. logic, I love a bath. Uh, let's see if this works. Okay, Google. Elizabeth Bathory bath blood. This is from Wikipedia. Uh, Elizabeth Bathory. It just gave me her Wikipedia. Okay. <laughs> Does it say that she, about the rumors that she bathed in virgin's blood? Uh, she was from nobility. Okay. That's, you know, going in the right direction. I just wanted Google to go. Yes. <laughs> Maybe still would have been confusing. I don't know. I, I put in bathed in virgin's blood and then see what comes up. Okay, fine. Your search is gonna be all weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bathed in virgin's blood <laughs> elizabeth bathory okay yeah why, why? weird she's got bath in the name yeah bath little, in the name and bath on her mind a little on the nose <laughs> yeah elizabeth don't you think yeah one lady one bath yeah <laughs> so dumb is that a two girls one cup <laughs> kind of i guess two jeffs one house <laughs> wait what was that that was those two guys in the oh, weekend of I know, I know, I know. Episode. Yeah, two Jeffs, one house. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, it's <laughs> pretty recent. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, I feel like all those notes are threatening. Every yes. one of them yes. is threatening. Why is this new one after uh-huh. having made no contact for at least a year? Right, at least. Right. Why is this now the one where he may have written something about how he's, I'm going to come in and get you? Um, and the house is back on sale. Like I do, I feel. I feel like it being on sale is connected to the notes coming. Yeah. I know that is what it sounds like. You know, somebody buy this. Somebody please buy this house from us. We yeah. shouldn't have bought that. Yeah. House. Right. And we want to sell it. And it's scary. Don't you? People like scary things. If somebody yeah. please buy this house. Oh, two other things that I want to say that yeah. are connected to the story. Uh-huh. Somebody looked into the current owners. Okay. And they have had like a ton of mortgages over the last 10 years. Okay. So they may be in the house flipping. Right. Like sort of mode. Sort uh-huh. of business. So maybe uh-huh. they came up with a new scheme uh-huh. to flip a, a million dollar plus yeah. house. And it yeah. just 
has not. That's such a dumb scheme, though. That again, that just seems like a gamble and a half. Because seriously, if you wanted to, it doesn't make any sense. I, I, it's no, all Mount, theoretical. We're not no, making I a know. claim. I don't think that they're gonna find this and sue us or anything. I think yeah. enough people talked about the watcher, but um. It doesn't make sense because if you wanted to give your house a cachet that would make somebody want to buy it, why would that cachet be moving to this place where somebody is watching you all the I time? Know, I know. It's a negative thing about that. It's not even like I could see somebody being like, it's crazy haunted in here because they could think that somebody would want to be around spirits and stuff. But like, right. who wants to move into a house where somebody is sending you threatening letters about how they're stalking you? Especially because it doesn't make sense. The only thing it calls to mind to me really yeah. is the Amityville Horror House. Totally. Which I only know as having been a pain in the ass to people. Yeah. For decades. Yeah. People who are like, I hate it. People drive by all the time. They don't leave us alone. Totally. Being like, I didn't know this was the Amityville Horror House. Yeah. Get me out of here. It looks all different now, but I mean, you can like look up the address and stuff. It looks different? Yeah. They changed the way it looked because of people coming around and stuff. And also probably just over time, people wanting to, you so know, you gotta change em- things. You got to embrace that stuff I a little bit. I 1 million percent agree, yeah. but for whatever reason. Yeah. Like, you know, that like kind of half circle window. The scary eyes. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's not there anymore. Punks. Yeah. Punks. Yeah. Um, the other thing, the current owners uh, are suing the town uh-huh. because they wanted to demolish the house and use that land and split it into two plots for two different houses to theoretically end the curse of the watcher because you can't watch the house if the house doesn't exist. But it also sounds like a tidy plan to turn <laughs> one house into two and maybe like rent them out or sell both of them for a million dollars a piece. story is so weird. Right? So it's all theoretical. Who yeah. knows? Maybe it'll develop further. Yeah. The most recent news is from like October 2017. Uh-huh. So let's keep our fingers crossed that the yeah. watcher makes contact again. <sighs> but yes, now let me tell you about my experiences. Yeah. In this house. Yeah, please. Okay. Um. First of all, uh-huh. our front porch yeah uh has a very steep staircase yes in the front yes Kristen, william did you count the steps as you walked up them 13 13 nice there are 13 steps up to my front door sweet which immediately made me think uh-huh 13 steps to the gallows yep right mm-hmm. and i wonder we live in a we live in a, a town called highland park mm-hmm. right uh literal purpose of it of the name at mm-hmm. least is that our town is elevated there's a river near us mm-hmm. we're above it yeah so if there's heavy rain we don't get flooded because mm-hmm. we've got the high ground. We high, yeah. High land park. Yeah. My house is the highest house on the street. Yes. Probably one of the highest up houses. In it pro- your house is very high. Very high. Yeah. Up. If we yeah. stand out on our porch, it's like standing on Pride Rock and the Lion <laughs> King and just look at everything. <laughs> it's basically an observation deck. It is. So uh, I was thinking, uh, what if when Highland Park was first being settled, uh-huh. and it was, you know, like some, some like dirt roads and stuff and yeah. ca- cabins. Yeah. What if this was the spot for executions in town? So they had the gallows here, and they built 13 steps up to the platform where the gallows is. And then as the town continued to get built up, well, we've already got some of this structure. Yeah. Why don't we just use the at the top of the 13 steps, we'll turn that into a very cute uh, living room, <laughs> kitchenette. It could be. Right. Could that, be. that would be the spot. Yeah. So that's really not yeah. here nor there, but I, yeah. th- I thought of that. Well, the also. 13 steps is very specific. How many steps? Do, have you counted this staircase? I have not. I wonder. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Kristen, can we get a step count? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. One, two, One, two three. Who can count when somebody else is counting at the same time as that? I want the people to be able to hear. All right. <laughs> Oh, 14. <laughs> All right. Unless I'm wrong. 
So it's not, well, unless she's wrong, it's, it might be 14. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, anyway, all right, so now on to uh, something that scared me. Yeah. So uh, we moved into town. I've met some of the neighbors, very polite people. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we found out that like, uh, so like the next street over is a cul-de-sac. Mm-hmm. And so the kids that are there use our driveway to walk to get to school. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They use your driveway to walk to get to school? Yeah, like they'll walk between our garage and our neighbor's garage uh-huh. from the next street over. Uh-huh. That's how they, like that's their path to school every day. That's like the thing I told you about, how like you can walk from one part of Highland Park to the other and it kind of goes between houses oh. and driveways and stuff like okay. that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've noticed people using that recently. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and like, yeah, I, I totally get it. Like there was a period of time where I had to walk to school. Like, yeah. hey, whatever you got to do to mm-hmm. like get there fast and yeah. like- yeah, you do it. Yeah. So anyway. It didn't occur to me that it was for kids to walk to school. That makes sense. Yeah, it makes, yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So I work from home now. Uh-huh. And so I was, uh, well, down here in the basement. Yeah. Sitting <laughs> sitting over at the desk when uh, I could have sworn I heard a little knock on a window. Uh-huh. And I immediately thought of you, <laughs> Kristen. I wish I had. Kristen. Uh, this is probably like 15 years ago. We were at our parents' old house. I'm afraid of people watching me, like the watcher. I'm afraid yeah. of like somebody like looking at me through the window, whatever. Yeah. I was in the basement and I heard someone knocking on the window and I looked over and Kristen had crouched down on all four and was knocking on the window, staring at me in the basement, scared the hell out of me. It's one of my best moves. So understandably, I immediately yeah. thought of you. And, yeah. But but then I was like, you know, like you hear people outside in their own houses, whatever. Yeah. Like, Maybe it's nothing. Yeah. And then I heard another couple of knocks. So I looked over at the window and there was a person wearing all black standing outside the window there. Uh, and oh. I could barely see them because the blinds That's were drawn. That's so creepy. And I immediately was like, oh, maybe Allie came home early and she's messing with me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, there's another window. They start walking away. They start walking up my driveway. And uh-huh. so I'm anticipating seeing them at the next window. And I watch them. They walk past the window. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm like about to get up and, and like go see what the hell's going on through the back door or something. Yeah. And then another person walks past the window. So there are at least two of them. Uh-huh. But I didn't even expect that. So like I saw what I thought was one person walk past that window. Yeah. And I was like, okay, here we go. And then <laughs> another person appeared and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. So I immediately, like a madman, ran up the stairs through the kitchen to the back door, opened the back door. Now I can see yeah. a person standing wearing all black with their back to me. Uh-huh. Like the, like the end of the Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Not even moving. Standing still with their arms at their in side. In your driveway. Yep, in my driveway. Don't l- love this. Looking between my garage and my next door neighbor's garage. And they're just standing there. And I open the door and step outside. And, like I crunch on some of the ice that's mm-hmm. on the step there. And they turn and look over their shoulder at me with no emotion on their face at all. No reaction. Almost as if they had turned and expected to see me. They just kind of went. <laughs> oh, God. Kind of turned and we're just kind of like, yeah, yeah, what? And turned back and started to walk away. And that creeped me out. That's really creepy. And I went, hey, excuse me. Did you just knock on my window? Excuse me. <laughs> and they just were gone. Was it a kid? It was like a teenager? It was like a teenager. Well, they think they own everything. They probably were just like, huh. Well, here's the thing. Who's this 
plebe. You're, that's that. That was my initial thought. Yeah. I was like, well, all right. Yeah. It's weird. And then I was like, I don't know why I didn't think like, I don't know what I was thinking, but like people being like, yeah, the, the, the neighborhood kids need the, they use that sort of shortcut to get to school every day. And I'm like, Oh, that's, that's cute. That's nice. Like they got to get to school. <laughs> I not, don't think that's for some reason, not thinking like, well, I work from home now. Yeah. I might sometimes see people moving around my driveway through the window. Yeah. And then it did happen and they were knocking on the window for some reason. And then they didn't react at all when I tried to call them out for it. And I'm like, I felt like a, like a little chicken man. I felt like <laughs> you, a yellow spine. You should like somehow like <laughs> yellow belly block or brick up just the area where they come through your house, yeah. <laughs> through your driveway. Uh, that, no, people are very polite. Like, I don't no, want to give the impression that like, like this, this kid's a, a, you know, a maniac or, you know, was doing something horrible. Yeah. Cause like, yeah, not a big deal. Yeah. But like, uh, it definitely was surprising to me. <laughs> and, uh, my immediate thought was like, oh, these like, like kids these days. Uh, uh. Yeah. And then I immediately, and then I realized what's far more likely, uh-huh. uh, being somebody who used to walk to school himself, uh-huh. like I'd be walking around, like I'd be <laughs> walking like over a bridge and just trail my hand along behind me and you yeah. know, like, just be like. There'd be like a fence. I just run yeah. my hand along the fence, whatever. I bet they were walking. You're just kind of like knocking on stuff and like a storm, storm. But this house has been vacant for how long? And so then I think that when I opened the door, the kid was probably being like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. <laughs> and when I called after him, he was probably like, keep going, just keep going. Just keep yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So I hope, I hope that somehow <laughs> I'm yeah. in that moment perceived by the kid as being like, I saw you, yeah. which I definitely wasn't. Yeah. For the record, I was like, hey, excuse me. Because I was very scared. I was like, excuse me, please. Uh, but I hope that in that kid's mind, they're like me. And they're like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, yeah, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Never knock on the wall again. Never knock on the wall yeah. again. Uh, I hope we were both very scared in that moment. Yeah, totally. But I know for sure. Like, I, I, I walked away from that moment being like, all right, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Because I was like, because I'm a nut. Yeah. So I was like, I have to start talking about this right now. So right. I was like, do I, do I just do a live stream right now? I'd be like, hi everybody. I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> oh I'm scared my own home right now for a dumb reason. Yeah. Or, um, do I save it for the show? Uh, even though it's not that enthralling. Yeah. So I immediately called Allie. Yeah. I was like, I need to tell you something. Cause I have a problem where I need to be able to speak uh-huh. about things that are happening yeah. <laughs> for me to feel okay. Yeah. And so I kind of got out of my system, but I kind of couldn't wait to tell you. I definitely thought it was you. I, <laughs> I thought it was you messing with me. I do have a prank coming, but it's not that. Why are you pranking me? It's fun. What? Kristen, my <laughs> sister, the prankster. <laughs> right. <laughs> why, why are you pranking me? Because it'll be fun. Like actually fun? Okay. Well, fun isn't the right word. You're not going to be like, this is so much fun. Yeah. It'll be fine. It's it's not. Yeah, it's all fun and games until I'm chained to the floor of a bathroom and I have to saw off my own feet. Right? Yeah. Hey, uh, real quick joke. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Classic joke break. <laughs> <laughs> Allie's watching The Office. Yeah. Again. Everyone is watching The Office uh, right it's, now. It's great. Have, there's an there's an article um, circulating about why it's so comforting to rewatch The Office. It's wonderful. It's yeah, wonderful totally. Show. But it's like a phenomenon. It's like a thing. Everybody's watching The Office. I don't know. Yeah. So rightly, um, it's the best. There's a moment where Ryan walks up to Dwight and he they want they want to get Jim. Yeah. Want to get him good. Yeah. He goes, I think I've got an idea. Did you see Saw? <laughs> and Dwight goes, Of course I see Saw. Mose and I see Saw every yeah. night. Why? <laughs> And it moves so fast, yeah. and they're on to the next thing. Of course, I seesaw. Moe's and I seesaw all the time. I know. Anyway, 
Oh, it's so good. Okay, that's the story of The Watcher as it Ugh. develops. News as it develops. We'll have to do Unsolved Mysteries sort of like update. Yeah, totally. The Watcher is struck again. Absolutely. I'll get my trench ready. Yeah, do that. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, I'm just going to tell you a bit of a repeat story for you. I apologize. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the same one. <laughs> I'm going to tell you about the Bennington Triangle. Yeah. <laughs> should do, if we ever have to do like a greatest hits episode, just be like, I'm going to tell you about The Shining again. Yeah. I'm sure we would have new insights every time, yeah. new jokes. You know, who knows where these things come from? Did I know I was going to say that nature's valley joke? No. It's true. <laughs> it, something like that would pop up in The Shining again. Yeah. Maybe something about Calumet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That cornstarch or yeah. whatever. Wait, what was it? What is Calumet? I think it is corn. Beans? <laughs> I think it might be beans. <laughs> yeah, I think it's corn. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um, no, I'm going to talk about the trip to Savannah that I just took. Oh, yeah. Yep. Cool. Yep. So I'm just going to tell you guys, it's a whole bits and bobs segment for me this time. Awesome. Just different things that we did on our trip that were weird or, you know, spooky in nature. Cool. So we went to Charleston for one night, Savannah for a few days, and then Richmond, Virginia for one night. Um, but this stuff is all Savannah-centric. Okay. Um, the last episode that we had um, a couple of weeks ago, I told you guys I was going to the Poe Museum in Richmond and we went, but it was under a ton of construction. So it was kind of a bust. There was some cool stuff. They had like half of the stuff available and open for you to walk through, but it was like not. Did they have any posters of John Cusack with a raven on his arm? No, if only. When I went to the Sherlock Holmes Museum in London, they, yeah. have, they have a good amount of yeah. like Benedict Cumberbatch Monopoly. Yeah. So I was wondering like, yeah, is there like no John Cusack with his shirt partly open? No. <laughs> what do you mean with his shirt partly open? <laughs> I feel like. Do you feel Sherlock, like they would like sex? They like sexify was, exactly. Poe. Yeah. Like Sherlock was all like all tarted up. <laughs> is that an okay phrase to say? <laughs> I that, think so. <laughs> but also, Benedict Cumberbatch. I apologize in advance if that's not cool. <laughs> if that's not really really cool to say. <laughs> I think it is. Benedict Cumberbatch is like like a known dreamboat. Like John Cusack. Is he? he um, I think that the Cumberbitches would tell you that he is. All right. Yeah. Um, but actually that was kind of born from Sherlock. They had a sense of what was coming. They yeah. knew it was coming. Okay. Um I don't know if, if John Cusack with his shirt slightly open is going to be baiting a whole lot of, uh, a whole lot of fans. Un- I don't know if they're going to get a Poe fandom going. Unbuttoned within an inch of his life. <laughs> Just below the ascot. <laughs> or whatever they wore. Hey, he's got a nice ascot. <laughs> God. I thought there were a lot Those- of jokes like that in the 1800s. <laughs> <laughs> Only 1890s kids will remember this joke. He's got a nice ascot. Sponge doubloons square Robert. What? Oh. That's not. Okay. All right, I'm sorry. It would be Sponge Robert square doubloons. (laughs) If I wanted that joke to make slightly more sense. First of all, people would have to understand that you're talking about a meme that's old as shit now. A meme that's old as heck now. I said shit about it. Oh, you did? Okay. This will will be the edgy episode. I didn't even notice. Remember when it'd be like, only 90s kids remember this. That's what Will's referencing. And then that SpongeBob SquarePants would be on that list, which he wouldn't. (laughs) Because that's not a 90s thing. He wouldn't? 
It's not from the 90s, I don't think. I don't know. I, I, I never watched from, it. Like, I used to babysit kids when I was in like, my early 20s or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like an, like an aughts thing. <laughs> anyway. Getting naughty in the audience. <laughs> Sorry. All right. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> Quite all right. Okay. So um, the first thing that we did was we went to um, a place called Bonaventure Cemetery, which is a really what, – what, what are you chewing on? Are you still just laughing at the previous joke? What the hell was that? Like you're like, you talk to a dog and you're like, what are you eating? Because your Spit mouth is out. like you can't <laughs> hold words in your mouth. You, you were like – I'm still laughing at. <laughs> I thought you had another joke to add on to the Sponge Robert Square to Bloom. I thought you had another joke to add on to your Sponge Robert. You're like, I gotta wait for my moment. No chewing gum while we record. Spit that out into my hand. <gasps> You'll be able to see the tape. I hope. I hope your microphone is blocking you. You were like laughing, but like I was trying to eat my laugh. I, I didn't want to keep interrupting you. I. Re- <laughs> feel like all I've done is since like I'm like, well, it's not my time to talk anymore. I better just interrupt Kristen as much as possible. It's fine. I thought you had another joke to add on for yourself. Okay. Um, trying to control myself. <laughs> it's not going great. Okay. So we went to Bonaventure Cemetery, which is like a humongous cemetery in Savannah, like a really, really huge one. And Bonaventure means good fortune. Hmm. And what I think is Italian. I Googled Bonaventure meaning, and all I got was that it means good fortune. And then I couldn't figure out what language it was. And then some article said something about Italian. So we're going to go with that. That seems right. It sounds like it, right? Like Bonaventure. It definitely... (laughs) It's definitely good enough for this show. It sounds like it might be the case. It definitely is. Yeah. So Bonaventure is Italian for good fortune. Um, So first they showed us a map of the cemetery. And so Freemasons were very involved in building and funding and everything to do with the cemetery, basically. Hmm. And the tour guide, who was really great, um, told us that people have theories about there being even free Masonic symbols within the way that the cemetery was laid out and built. Cool. I couldn't really see them. Um, but you might not be able to see them while you're walking through it. Like maybe, well, no, he was showing us a map and he was like, you know, this is, you know, an eye or whatever. I don't remember, Right. but it's a sweet idea. So I thought I'd mention it. Um, and it's one of like you, when you think of like old Southern places like that and you think of those like really huge trees, like Spanish moss dripping down from them, those like drippy trees, which I love. Um, it's just like full of those. It was really, really beautiful and, but spooky because it's got these like trees with like gray stuff hanging off of them and it feels all ominous. And also you're in a graveyard, so it's going to feel ominous. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't a ghost tour. It was just straight up like a historical tour. So there were a lot of really cool things in it, um, that aren't really spooky except by nature of the fact that he was talking about people who are dead. So I'm not going to mention those. But one of the coolest things that my head exploded when he was talking about was that he brought us to this big, I I don't know measurements or anything, but like a really, really large, huge slab of like marble or concrete or something. And it had squares in it. It's almost like it was a chessboard or something, but with much bigger squares than a chessboard. Like let's say it had like nine squares or something. Mm, Okay. But it was probably like, I don't know, like the size of this room, maybe. Wow. Like this, well, it's not an exaggeration. I don't know, but a really huge thing for a reason. 
It had also decorative things on it. So it had um, a coffin of somebody, like kind of on the 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 edge furthest away from us, I would say. And then there were like decorative things. There's other big stone slabs on it because underneath that large stone slab was an underground chapel. Oh. And that is not an uncommon thing. Like what he told us about it in particular, this one sounds particularly big and crazy, but he said that there are about 25 underground chapels in Bonaventure Cemetery. Why? Because people, I guess, back in the day wanted a place to go and like pray for their loved one. Also, this is a mostly rich people cemetery. You'd be pretty rich to get buried in Bonaventure. Okay. So... There's a section of this huge slab thing that lifts up and has stairs going down 25 feet down. There's an altar there. And then there are pews, like two rows of pews, um, like not a million of them going back or whatever. So it's like a little mini church. And then it's legend that there is a table that then has a ton of, well, not a ton, but has like gold, you know, like urns and crazy stuff on it because it was like a really rich Freemason guy. So it's like Freemason artifacts that are down there. Hmm. And um, it gets regularly maintained. Like that's part of what was kind of in the guy's wishes or agreement that's being passed down through time. And this is just a fact. Like, so every so often a maintenance person goes down there to dust it off, do whatever needs to be done. Wow. But nobody's really, that's the only person who's allowed down there besides family and stuff like that. So um, apparently there was one time where a groundskeeper or something was there when he saw the maintenance being done. He's like, oh my God, this is real. Like there's a guy going down there (laughs) and he tried to give him money to go down there and see it and the guy wouldn't wouldn't accept it. That's a bummer. I know, so he didn't get to see it. Yeah. But there's like, a little chapel under the ground. That's wild. And a ton of them, tw- like 25. That's crazy to me. Yeah. And then there are above ground chapels too that they almost look like little pyramids or something um, with a flat top though, but that kind of structure. Okay. And you could go inside there and there would be just maybe a very simple altar, like almost just like a tiny table and the little thing that you kneel on. Huh. Um, but it's made for somebody to go in there. That's really weird. Isn't that crazy? That's wild. Would you ever... Like, go inside one? Yeah. Like, I mean, if it was sanctioned, like, if I was part of a tour or something, and they were like, you can go inside this thing, then, yeah. But I guess the way you were saying it, like, like, is it built for one? Some of them. Yeah. Well, I, or, I or like, if... a couple, a few. Not, like, right. no. I don't know if there are any that are built for one, like, your Pittsburgh toilet, where it's, like, a closet with just one thing in it. But, like, not not big. Like, probably for, like, a couple of people. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. As you describe it as being, like, you go in, there's, like, a little table and one, like, a thing to kneel on. It makes me think it's, like, almost like... It's like like telephone box. No, they were they were big enough that you wouldn't feel okay. totally confined. I mean, I wouldn't love the idea of going in and closing the door behind me. They're not huge or anything, but like yeah. not not like boxed in. I'm in here. <laughs> Occupied. <laughs> <laughs> um Oh, and so this is just like a general cemetery thing. <laughs> what? That just made me think. It's like I feel like that would also be a thing that happens at confessional booths, right? <laughs> No, I'm in here. I'm in here. <laughs> okay. Isn't there like a guard outside who like lets people in one by a one? Guard. <laughs> yeah, there's a, an armed guard. Let's see Not confession. a guard, but there's probably like a brother or a friar or something, right? Who's like out there and he's like, they come out and he's like, come in. Right? Uh, probably. probably. Or you just like see. I guess so. People go, if there's a line. <laughs> 
I don't the only know. time I ever did it, there was a line because when you like had to do it for maybe um, it's like an airplane bathroom and you slide a latch and it says like oh yeah vacant, vacant. or occupied yeah. maybe um we'll have to show you when we do a tour sometimes but Will has this weird little hole in the wall in his office that has like a metal screen over it that totally looks like a confessional booth screen <laughs> yeah there's some weird features to this house <laughs> yeah absolutely oh that was something I wanted to mention just going back about your house real quick so it has the 13 stairs to come up into the house yeah. and then you have a ton of tiny little doors and things like that it's like the Winchester house in here it kind of is there, yeah. are, there are a lot of a lot of oddities it's totally awesome they utilized every inch of space yes in it this house. rules yeah this yeah I, I like it here a lot I yeah. want I want to film weird stuff in here somehow yeah yeah we will. It'll be awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so there are also underground vaults where it would be like from the outside, it would look like it was um, almost like a metal coffin above ground, basically. Okay. But the thing is, you would open that up and there were shelves in it, like maybe like two shelves and two shelves for the bodies of a family to go. So oh, like, okay. if, you know, like, uh, you know whoever died first and then it was known that this plot is for everybody. And so they would open that and then put in the next family member. Right. Right. Like right. on these shelves. But can you imagine being the person to open? No. Like even when I was in new Orleans, hi, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, t- <laughs> they talk about those like above ground right. burial things. And it's like, you like, it's a drawer. Mm-hmm. And so the person's body goes in there, they decompose, they eventually dry out. Right. And then you sweep the bones right. to the back where there is basically like a little laundry shooting their yeah. bones slide down. They do that in Bonaventure too. Yeah, very yeah. weird. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so, you know, a lot of people know about the kind of legend of there being bells outside of graves for people to ring the bell if they were buried alive. They would have a bell on the outside with a string attached to somebody's toe or finger or, yeah. you know, whatever. And then if you were alive down there, you would ring the bell. So hopefully like a groundskeeper who was doing the graveyard shift yeah. could hear it and save you. I hope it was a toe or a finger. <laughs> what do you think? I don't know. I could tie it to your toe, your <laughs> finger, your whatever. That's what you said. I was thinking ankle or <laughs> That's wrist. That's what you said. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Watch where you're tying the bell. He's alive. <laughs> <laughs> because he comes up and razzes them for tying the bell. See, I somewhere. told you it works. <laughs> that's like there's this thing that has a a grim and interesting use i can't remember what it's called but there's this thing that's used to measure like what men specifically are turned on by that's like this thing that you can like put around your wiener and then they play you stuff and like they see what reaction it gets for like you know people have like not great sexual urges but brett michaels put it on during season one of rock of love what disturbing (laughs) thing do they learn about him it's typically used for like like scary people yeah yeah they put it on brett michaels on tv (laughs) to see which of his no wonder he's not getting any work which of his rock of love ladies turned him on the most that's so gnarly and stupid it was disgusting well which one was it i don't remember frenchie calista or debbie he was wearing flame pajamas, and if I remember correctly, it was the first time he was on TV without his cowboy hat. Because he always wore his cowboy hat. Sorry. <laughs> and then it was like they were trying to he was like trying to prove that he had hair. So it was like the first time he came out, and you're like, whoa. Because <laughs> he just had like blonde extensions or a wig or something with a bandana around it. And you're like, 
you may as well have slept the hat on because you're not proving anything wrong. That's you're just like, confirming exactly what I thought was happening. That's so many things to do in a single episode to be like, I'm going to tie a rope to my wiener and prove I have hair all in a single, <laughs> all, all in a very special episode. Definitely of done, Michaels. <laughs> Tonight, for the first time ever, a man will tie a rope around his wiener and prove he has hair simultaneously. <laughs> How many? How many? David Copperfield, teacher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can walk through the Great Wall of China. Check this out. I'm oh. Brett Michaels. Poor kids from. Oh no, he'd do it like this. He'd be like. Poor kids from the aughts. When we grew up, we used to watch those David Copperfield specials. They had to watch the Brett Michaels specials. Oh, I lo- I love all of it. <laughs> That's something we've talked about doing for years. Will us doing like a live watching of a David Copperfield special? I would still like to do oh, that. That's a great idea. I yeah. mean, is there anything more unknown than that man's <laughs> mystic powers? His hair is something else now too. Perfectly unknowable. <laughs> yes. And all the more intriguing for it. We can do that Facebook watch fest. Thing I know. That we found out. I know. I know. I'm thinking about that. Of David Copperfield, which I don't know how thrilling if we were both just going like, wow, wow. <laughs> his hair Maybe people will enjoy it. Disappear. <laughs> no, his hair is just like extremely black now. Like he used a can of hairspray paint or whatever. Um, Where'd all the hairspray paint go? <laughs> I made it disappear. <laughs> yeah. I made it really, really appear. <laughs> All right. Just, just okay. Keep telling me about okay. Brett Michaels' All right. string thing oh i could talk about that if we want to do a spe- very special episode i'll talk about rock of love all day long i don't want to know all about it all i right, want fine. to know what were the results of him tying a string to himself on tv i don't remember oh come what on is- you brought it up without knowing the outcome william even if i remembered what if i was like oh he was tr- most turned on my lacy does that mean anything to you it means the world to me <laughs> <laughs> i know i guess i guess i was under the impression that they were like yeah, trying to figure out like they put on. Like, oh, like his proclivities. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, no. It was which girl? Yeah. Which girl in the house? They like came out and did like. Why don't they just do that on everything then? Like, just have the Bachelor be one episode. That would be, <laughs> if they did that on the Bachelor, because they dance around like they're classy. The Bachelor, they would never do anything so crass, Come except on. that they have the fantasy suite, fantasy which is like suite. everybody knows that's where they're gonna go have sex. It is so weird. I love it. Okay. Arf. Anyway, so they had. They had the bell, you know, like you say by the bell, you ring the bell. Yeah, they tied to your finger, toe, or whatever. Or whatever. Um, so then there, so this isn't a creepy thing exactly, but there is a girl buried there named Little Gracie, who was famous in the area in the late 1800s. And also an interesting thing about Bonaventure is that there are tons of sculptures of people, like the people who are buried there. Okay. There'll be like a sculpture of the person on top of it. Huh. Um, and some of them are really amazing. So there's a sculpture of little Gracie. Um, and that's just, a, she was like a, you know, <laughs> a cool girl. I'm sure she was cool. She was like six and she ended up getting pneumonia and died. Um, but when I was doing, <laughs> it was cool. No, it wasn't. Uh, when I was doing research for this and just like crossing all my T's and dialing all my lowercase J's, I came across an article in country living that was about scary things in Savannah. And the person said that they, so they went into the cemetery without a tour guide. Cause you can just go and wander around. And she really wanted to find the little Gracie, um, grave site. And she finally found it and she's like, all right, great. I saw it. Now I want to leave. Cause I've been here forever. And she said that she was sure she was walking in one straight line just away from little Gracie, just walking totally straight. And then somehow she ended up back at little Gracie. Oh, so was there a, a weird time thing? That's was, weird. Yeah. Strange. 
Um, and oh, the other thing I want to mention, it's not scary, but it was just really awesome. There's a lot of, and I'm sure this is in a lot of cemeteries, but there were a lot of graves or sculptures that were very symbolic. And one of them that stood out to me that I thought was really cool was that for some people who died kind of young, they would have like a tree of life sculpture on it. So it would be um, basically like a tree that was cut off, like a, a log essentially. Um, but then with ivy snaking up the side of it. So it was symbolizing that somebody's life was cut short, but the ivy symbolized moving up to heaven. Like there's oh, an upward motion. That's interesting. Yeah, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting sort of symbol. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay, so then the next creepy thing that we did was we went to the Sorrel Weed House, um, which is supposed to be like one of the most haunted places in the world, basically. Yeah. And there we did do specifically a ghost tour. They have just regular historical tours, but we did like a nighttime ghost tour. Um, and it's a creepy house, basically, um, where lots of tragic things have happened. Um, the guy who owned its name was Francis... Wait, was he Sorrell or Weed? I think it was Francis Sorrell. Um, oh, no. I don't know now. I think it was Sorrell. Right. I don't know. He's one of oh, them. A guy, okay? He's one of the two. Yeah, okay. I'm going to say it's Sorrell. I'm pretty sure. So Francis Sorrell bought it um, and he was married and then his wife died not that long after he moved into the house and they'd already had kids and everything. And back then, again, it was like 1800s. It was customary that, or, you know, it, if not customary, it happened that somebody else from the wife's family would marry her ex-husband to kind of help take care of him and the kids because men couldn't handle all the kids. And it was oh. like, all right, we're going to have somebody from the family right. pitch in here to help, you know, our family members' children. Right. So he married her sister. And um, it's a, it was a little bit more transactional. Like, you know, it was like, all right, my wife died. I married the sister. But they did have somewhat of a romantic relationship in some way because they had more kids. Okay. And one of the main things and saddest stories about the house was that – so they had a ton of slaves and stuff like that. And he was having sex with one of the slaves um, kind of over a long term. And because of the nature of the relationship, who knows whether it was consensual or not? Probably not. Um, but so he had, he was having sex with this woman over a long period of time. So she had somewhat special treatment um, because of that. She right. had her own room, which I guess was not really a thing, unsurprisingly, for the slaves. And one day his wife, I guess she had, a, you know, an inkling of what was going on or whatever. And she went to go find him and she couldn't find him anywhere. And she was like, I bet he's in the slave's room. And the slave's name was Matilda. I or maybe the slave's name is Maggie. Maggie and Matilda. I think the slave's name is Maggie went up to Maggie's room and found him in there and freaked out, ran back out from the slaves quarters. It was kind of like a U shaped courtyard um, separating the slaves quarters and the main house. So she ran back out across the courtyard, ran up to her room and jumped out the window into the courtyard and killed herself God. like instantly. <clears throat> and then not that long after that, um, the slave Maggie was found hanging in her room. So, there is so you know you would think off the top like God, oh so she killed herself time. oh it's terrible so you would think she killed herself like you know she was disgraced or right, you know yeah. whatever but um first of all so the the thing that kind of opposes that is the idea that she was actually murdered so first of all apparently um you know suicide among slaves is not uncommon because their lives were horrible yeah. and um what the tour guide told us is that Slaves, at least from Haiti, or people from Haiti in general, maybe. Uh, no, I think it'd probably be a slave slave thing specifically. If they were going to kill themselves, they 
crossed an X on their wrist in their veins. It was kind of like making a point. It was kind of a symbol. Like I'm killing myself because of this horrible situation, I guess, sort of thing. So hanging yourself wasn't really common. common. And also she was really short. It would have been really hard for her to get up to the rafter. And I don't think that there was a chair right under her or anything like that, that you would be like, oh, that's what she did. Um, so, so yeah, so people think it's not impossible that she rocked the boat in whatever way. And so people came to kill her and she hung herself. Yeah. Um, also the revolutionary war was fought like right outside that house, um, and was going on around that time. And so there were a lot of British, (laughs) British soldiers who were were killed in the area and even killed in the house. So they said that there've been, um, British British bones, bones found underneath with pieces of Revolutionary War, the Britain side um, clothing with them and stuff like in the foundation of the house. Um, So there's just like a lot of activity there. People say that they see the ghost of um, his wife walking around the house, just like just a lady walking around, um, a ghost of a little girl um, and lots of like, you know, like things that you hear about like orbs and activity and things like that. And then like weird sinister things. I looked all over online and I couldn't find it. And I wonder if they kind of have that purposely. So you just see it on the tour, but they had pictures of, they really, when we went on the tour, they really encouraged guests to take a lot of pictures and stuff like that. Cause they were like, that's how we can potentially get evidence. Like sometimes people catch crazy things. So please take all the pictures you want. If you see anything weird, send it to us. Yeah. So then they had like laminated pictures from that. They said somebody had sent to them and it'd be like, a creepy face in a mirror. Like there were like humongous mirrors in um, like the parlor and like entertaining rooms and be just like people taking a picture and then like a really creepy, like not distinct, but like black, like weird looking face or whatever. And there was a picture where it was, Oh man, I wish I could remember, but like it was two girls who deliberately took pictures of themselves standing in the mirror when everybody had kind of cleared out. And I think it was that in between them, there was this figure that wasn't there when they were taking the picture um, it was awesome. That's, that's silly, but it's it's cool. But like, who knows? Yeah, it was. I awesome. wonder if you could like if you could come up with like the reliable schedule of when the ghosts are doing what. Yeah, if we could take a picture of ourselves like this. Yeah, and then have some like pilgrim between us, a pilgrim ghost. I've got my arm around their shoulder. You know, be like, gotcha, bunny ears on a ghost. <laughs> I knew you were gonna be there. Maybe it could be arranged someday when yeah. we have the technology. Sure. Ghostbusters. Yeah. And such. <laughs> Stop doing that. <laughs> You're annoying me. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. So that was a cool, really, really creepy house. Yeah. There was a guy in our tour group. I won't dwell on too much, but this group came in late, um, like group of like four friends or whatever. They seemed like high or something or drunk or what? I don't know what yeah. this guy was wearing. Well, they were going to the, to the Searle. Oh yeah. The Searle weed house. Oh, yeah. Right, man. And then we we're outside because there was, you could do the house tour and then you had an option to add on a walking tour. And we did that. And they also added on the walk, walking tour. They did vape briefly, um, but I didn't smell anything, but you don't always smell something. <laughs> so right. Yeah. 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 But they see, I mean, they were definitely high or something. One of the, one of the guys was like, like his eyes were like barely open and the other guy was wearing um, a muscle shirt that was cut out so much you could fully see his nipples it's like when he came into my frame where i was in the room i just saw this guy i just he like came in nipples first i just see this guy like 
He <laughs> just came, like he looking came around. In nipples first. Just like with, with like his, his mouth doofy, agape. Yeah, like doofy look on his face. Just like he like really made his mark. At one point, the, the lady had to be like, "Could you be a little bit less distracting? Could you close your mouth?" Yeah. It wasn't then when he was mouth agape, but he was like. I don't know. He's like looking around or something. He's like being really weird while she was trying to tell a story. And she was like, can you not? Can you be a little um, less distracting? Yeah. That is a she was damning a request. She was a and a half, this yeah. girl. She was really great. Um, so we were in a basement room where she had said that there's a child ghost who people feel like may play hide and seek with people because you'll, I guess it was, I don't even totally remember. I guess it was that you see one thing move, maybe another thing move. I mean, they knew a story about a little girl or something who liked to play hide and seek. And then um, that people have speculated that when you sit on the couch, that she'll grab your ankles to scare you, Oh, which is awesome. So the guy, you know, got down on his hands and knees and is like, here, little girl, whatever. And I have to say, he was annoying. He seemed like one of those annoying guys who like, I don't know, maybe it's like an, like an energy disorder. Like he, he like could not stand still. He's like a kid in class. He was yeah. like, all right, Timothy, can you please sit down for five minutes? Yeah. I, I warmed to him, even though even though he's annoying. I was like, this guy's a heart of gold. I can tell. So Jay from Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah, where you're yeah. like, you're you're a lot. You're a lot, but you seem you're sweet. lovable. Yeah, he was lo- a lovable. He was <laughs> yeah. lovable. That's it. Yeah. So he was like, come on, little girl, whatever. And I was like, oh man. So I was taking pictures of the room, but then I took pictures of him because I wanted to be able to like show you and stuff. And um, then we walked out of the room, and I guess he sat down on that on the couch. Because the next time I knew he came to the next room that we were in, he was like, that was not cool. That was not cool. Oh, man. And he was like, do you hear that pop or whatever? And the tour guide lady was like, I did hear I did hear something that was loud. But it's probably him getting up out of this old couch and like, you know, something like creaked. Yeah. Because I noticed it's probably part of their jobs or something. Both tour guides I had had to deal with like weirdos. So in the Bond Adventure tour, there's a really famous um like sculpture of um, this girl called the bird girl because it's on the cover of midnight in the garden of good and evil, which is a really, really famous book that takes place in Savannah. And a lot of people who go to Savannah are looking for stuff about that. Yeah. They want to visit the house where a lot of it took place. It's just, it's like a thing. They just call it the book there. Cause it's like, everybody knows oh, what wow. they're talking about. Like when you see Dave Matthews, you just call him Dave. <laughs> right. There's no need for any elaboration. So it's this sculpture of a girl who's like, I don't know why it's called the bird girl. I don't think I looked it up, but she's like holding like scales basically. Okay. So when we were on the Bonaventure tour, we passed another sculpture of another girl or angel or whatever. And we passed like a million of them. And this woman on the tour was like, you know, he talked about the next thing. And she was like, I can't believe you didn't stop there to talk about that sculpture. And he was like, oh, really? Why? Do you know something about it? And she was like, that's a very famous sculpture from Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. And he was like, Really? This guy, one million percent knew it wasn't. They were just like being polite tour guides. He was like, oh, really? And she was like, yes, that's a very famous sculpture from the book. I can't believe that you haven't stopped to talk about it. He was like, you know what? I'm going to have to look into that then. You know, I I don't know about that. And then he one million percent knew what it was, but he was just being polite because then he took us to the spot where he was like, the statue of the bird girl, which you might know from Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, used to be here, but they transported it to a museum that's in downtown Savannah. So if you'd like to see that, you can go there. Okay. And, All right. Yeah. So, but like, I don't know why you didn't say the lady at no point was like, no, um, actually, no, it's another thing. He was just like, really? I huh. guess he didn't want to, cause he was, he's planning out the order of events and he doesn't want to. I don't think so. I think he was just being really polite. Huh? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. So this, so this, I think is the same deal. I think that lady was like, yeah, no, I heard the pop. Cause she didn't seem, yeah. she didn't seem enticed where she was like, 
oh my God, that was really interesting. Like, can <laughs> she just seemed like, yes. Yeah. Like when a three-year-old <laughs> yeah. says something. Yeah. And so, like, uh-huh. Yeah. That probably was very scary. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah. And then, so he kept just being like, I don't want to play this game anymore. <laughs> He's all freaked out. Um, Jane, get me off this crazy thing. <laughs> it was amazing. So then we did um, a walking tour in the city, and they, she told us some really cool things. So we went to a place called Colonial Park Cemetery, um, which is another really famous cemetery in the area, but it's a lot smaller. And um, two of the things that are weird there is that, or that um, the Civil War also. I don't know if it. I don't know if anything was actually fought in Savannah. I can't remember now. But like they were preparing for war in Savannah or something. I because I think that plays in the story. I think that they ended up like calling it off just in that area. Okay. Like somebody's gonna come and like burn the town. They decided not to like burn the city down. They decided oh, wow. not to. The point is that there were a bunch of bored Civil War soldiers who were camping out in the cemetery because who knows why, and so they carved things onto the headstones to like mess with them that aren't true. So there are a bunch of headstones that say like a person died at 431. You know what I mean? Cause they like changed the date of their birth or whatever. Sick joke. Yeah. There's a grave that's like for a father and a son. And they like mess with the ages. The son is like way older than the father. Like, <laughs> That's pretty funny. It's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> that's that's so stupid and also, also kind of funny. Don't you kind of love that that kind of dumb broiness is timeless? Yeah. In the Civil War era, there are a bunch of guys who are like, oh, like they spiritually were holding red solo cups. Yeah, like, yeah. His grandpa was only three years old. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. And then another thing she said that was interesting about that um, that cemetery was that we kind of knew it anyway. So basically, pretty much all of downtown Savannah is for sure built on bones. Mm. Um, first of all, there were Indian burials all over Savannah, basically, before, you know, people came in and took it for their own and stuff. Um, and then... The lines of where graveyards ended and everything got totally blurred because people would buy a cemetery and be like, or buy a plot of land or something around a cemetery and be like, hmm, I just kind of wish that this cemetery wasn't here. I'll just move the fence that way right. and take these gravestones away. So where we were actually at, at um, Colonial Park Cemetery, there was a playground, there was a dog run, and she was like, <laughs> the gate of that cemetery used to be there. Wow. So this is all dead bodies under us, which That's is nuts. That's so crazy. I know. And there's also a very famous video um, called the Colonial Park Cemetery Ghost Boy that you guys can Google and look up of this kid on a vacation with his family taking video in Colonial Park. And he sees, um, well, he, sees, he says he sees a shadowy woman and you can't see that in the video. And then he sees this like little like whitish figure running after her and then jumps into a tree and then jumps down and disappears into the ground. Awesome. So you can Google that. It's awesome. really awesome. It's said that um, people have tried to like dissect the video and see how it was tampered with, but that they can't confirm or deny anything. They can't prove that it was tampered with, but they also can't prove that it wasn't. Right, right. Um, it's kind of awesome. I love the idea of taking a video and being like, hey, everybody, listen, it's me, Will. I'm standing out here in a park. Like I'm filming my own face and being like, I'm looking at a ghost right now. <laughs> I'm looking right at a real ghost right now. And it's really spooking me out. I wish y'all could see this. I'm so scared. Real, real ghost side. And put that online as being yeah. like actual real ghost side. It's just <laughs> you're reacting like, Oh my God. Reaction. My, yeah, my haunted sponge reacts <laughs> to a ghost. Huh. Whoa. It's like freaking me out so bad. <laughs> you never yeah. actually see it. The, he does have reactions. He's like, 
what? Wah, 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 or something. And the last thing I'll mention is another famously haunted house in that area called the Hamilton Turner House. First of all, it's said that it's it was the inspiration for the Haunted Mansion um, in Disneyland or Disney World or both or whatever. Um, there are rumors that Walt Disney sat and was sketching out there on a bench by it. Cool. Um, but then there are people who say that's totally not true. But it's a creepy looking house. And one thing that does seem for sure is that there is a fountain outside the house that is ex- it's like exactly the fountain from outside the Haunted Mansion. Oh, that's cool. Uh, or I mean, well, close to it. Maybe not exactly. But yeah. that seems everybody kind of agrees on that. Um, so the first owner of this house who was a Hamilton, um, who was the future mayor of Savannah, and was a grand master of the Knights Templar, hmm. which is another weird secret society thing. Um, this isn't scary, but it's just kind of cool. It was the first house in Savannah with electricity. So people would gather around in the square because it, it's in. So Savannah is laid out in all these town squares right in a row. It's really beautiful and awesome. And people would gather at night to see the lights go on because it was like brand new. That's which awesome. I know. I love thinking about. It. And also, some people were scared of it, so they would like, um, they would maybe watch, but then like run away. <laughs> yeah, or they would like people would like Faith. evacuate the. Some people would watch and be stoked. Some people would like run away from the house when it was about to be nighttime because they knew that it was going to go on. They thought the house was going to explode, which is totally sweet. That's awesome. Um. It seems like he was a paranoid dude. I think there was a reason for it, but I can't remember. But he had hired a rifleman to be on the roof. So just like somebody who was on the roof with a rifle in case anybody came after him. I wish I can't remember why. I don't know. But he had a, a, an armed guard That's going. crazy. And then one day, that guy was found shot dead. And nobody knows how it happened. Shot himself. <laughs> Get me out of this gig. Yeah. I guess because he was a politician, maybe maybe when he was the mayor or something. I don't, I don't remember. Um, So people say that they see a ghost of a man with a cigar and a rifle on top of the roof because that's what that guy did. He sounds like a character. And um, after that guy, after that guy died, Hamilton, the owner, took up that post and he would go up on the roof just like looking for anybody up there. And then not long after that, he died of natural causes. He just got sick or something. Is the roof cursed? I ask you. Then <laughs> no. the next people, <laughs> it's up for debate. Um, the next people who lived there were the Turners, and Dr. Turner saw patients in the house and everything in the basement and said he did autopsies down there. So it's kind of creepy and weird. Um, and they entertained a lot. His family had like big, lavish parties. It's like a nice, like, southern mansion. And they would send all the kids upstairs um, while they're having the parties, like not mess with them or anything. But the kids always wanted to be downstairs at the party. So they would, they would roll down billiard balls um, down the stairs. Like they were playing. So they would have to go get the billiard ball. And then they're like at the party and it became a thing. Like people became, they started to expect that the billiard balls would roll down and a kid would show up and they'd like, you know, humor them for a little bit and then the kid would go back up. But then one time, um, when one of the daughters was going to roll down the billiard ball, she fell down the stairs and died. Oh, I know. So everybody probably turned like, I know <laughs> they're beautiful kids. <laughs> I know. Isn't that horrible? Yeah, that's pretty horrible. So the hauntings that are associated with that is that people say that, um, they hear the sound of children playing. They hear the sounds of billiard balls rolling and they hear the sounds of big parties going on. So that's actually a hotel and inn now it's like a bed and breakfast. Uh. So it's one of those things where people say like, you know, they'll come downstairs and the person at the desk is like, how'd you enjoy your stay? And they're like, it was great except for that party going on really late into the night. And they're like, yeah, no, sorry. We'll tell them to keep it down. And they just know that it's like the haunting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. 
So that's it. Cool. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, totally. It was a I, good trip. I, man, there there are historical tours you can go on around here. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we should learn like, a little bit more about. Well, I applied to do the haunted tour of New Brunswick, and I never they never got back to me. Yeah, yeah. Because I think I, I would like to. I would like to be a tour guide That'd someday. Be fun. I feel like you'd yeah. be a fun one too. Like I've I would had, like it. I've had some. <laughs> Except when I was watching that girl, I was like, "She's a pro." That guy, I would have been. I wouldn't. It would be so hard for me to not say something passive aggressive, like. You like that? You like that bench? Yeah. Like I wouldn't be able to. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you trying to play hide and seek with that ghost right now? Like he was like looking at like a desk while she was talking. I was like, I, but I'd be like, yeah, it's a desk. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I've had like, some annoying tour guides. There was this, uh, we went oh, on, a, yeah. on a Jack the Ripper tour and our tour guide would be like, he'd, he would tell us a fascinating fact. A completely like, you know, what we're here for. He'd right. just be like. Yeah, yeah. This this is the building where uh, the third victim was found. Yeah, I know far too much about this. Oh my god! And then move on, and then you just start being like, "Yeah." And so, what I used to do on the previous tour uh, before they built this town square is we used to be able to walk through here, but now they're putting up this uh, parking garage. <laughs> my parents are so embarrassed of me. And then walk and like it, he always had like a little punchline before we move on to the next place. And they were always self-deprecating in a way that I never bought. Yeah. So you'd be like, I, I know I hate myself. And you'd just be like, no, you don't. You love yourself. You. <laughs> that sounds awesome and annoying. So annoying. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like you'd be way better than that. We gave that guy five stars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I could get some good TripAdvisor reviews. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think so. That'd be cool too. It'd be cool to know like some weird local. I know. History. I applied for New Brunswick and Princeton. Maybe my mistake is I did it in the summer because I wanted to get a jump on it. I was like, right, yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't know if you get a lot of applications, but I just wanted to throw my hat in the ring. Like when time comes, could you contact me? And I just never heard anything. And there's an empty office somewhere who <laughs> like a computer lit up for a few seconds and went back to sleep mode. <laughs> so they don't do that then. <laughs> Cobwebs. <laughs> or is it an empty office because it's a ghost? <laughs> There's a ghost against yeah. the email. <laughs> Delete. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Oh, we're back. Oh, we're back. We're back. But now we're gone. Yeah, we're going to leave again. Yeah. That yeah. brings us to the end of another episode of Guide to the Unknown. That's right. Thanks for dropping by. Mm. Uh, we'll be back again next week for more tall tales, terrifying stories. Uh, until then, please consider uh, doing a few things to help out our little show. Yeah. Go on Apple Podcasts, also known as iTunes. Mm-hmm. Leave us a five-star review. Yep. Just like I did that weird tour guide. Yeah. Um, write a little blurb about why you enjoy the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost like a testimonial. Yeah. That'd be uh, awesome. My name is Douglas. I like this show. Here's why. <laughs> if your name's not Thank Douglas, you, Douglas, still use the name Douglas. Everyone leave us a bunch of reviews and just be like, hi, I'm Douglas. I like this <laughs> maybe, show. Maybe that's our um, thing. Like, you know, like the Rihanna Navy or whatever. <laughs> yeah. God, yeah, no Douglas. Douglas is. <laughs> be a Douglas. Get out there and give us five stars. Also... Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, hit the thumbs up button and subscribe. This show always goes out on YouTube mm-hmm. as well. You can watch us. You can see some little visual uh, guide type stuff pop yep. up as we talk. Yep. It's like pop-up video. 
his like pop up video. A little bit. Yeah, you're right. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, uh, and so that is at youtube.com slash talkbomb or just look up talkbomb on your YouTube app. We're also on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say all this because we would greatly appreciate it if you would spread the word about the show. Yes. Uh, tell your friends out there who might be into the same stuff as you spooky, scary things, comedy shows, uh, wacky stuff. Um, write some posts on Tumblr. Sure. Sure. Whatever the kids use. Yeah, whatever the kids are on. Snapchat about us? No, they don't do Snapchat anymore. What, Snapchat's gone? It's it's still there, but I think everybody's on that Insta story. But that can't be right. James Corden's new show just <laughs> premiered on Snapchat. It can't be oh, maybe, over. I mean, maybe it's not. Maybe you're right. It can't be over. Anyway, that's true. Uh, <laughs> do whatever you do to, to share yeah. stuff with people. Um, we'll be back next week. Yeah. You can also hit up patreon.com yep. slash GTTU pod. Mm-hmm. We you, really appreciate it. That's right. We've gotten some awesome donations. from yes. people. So uh, if you want to support the show, uh, you can, you can mm-hmm. do that. Yep. I'll send you a little um, message. Thank you. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, what else? Is there anything that I'm missing? Um, you said GTTU pod everywhere, right? Not really. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you can follow us at GTTU pod on Instagram, on Facebook, all those places. And we have a secret Facebook group you can find. If you search guides, the unknown podcast, follow us at facebook.com slash GTTU pod. I do cool spooky posts all during the week. Join and the secret that's group. That's what I just said. No, because <laughs> uh, I was thinking of something else. I was going to say, yeah. stay in our universe. Yeah. We, yeah. we we do fun, weird stuff. Try to stay in our little Yeah, world. totally. Uh, yeah, stay in our netherworld. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want, you can also follow yep. us individually online. Yep. I'm at Chillin' Kristen on Instagram and Twitter. I am at Haunted Sponge. Mm-hmm. So we will see you next week. Yep. We all convene again to get scary. That's right. But until then, we must travel. Back to the netherworld. Go we. Bye. Thank you.